Well, hello. Welcome to the Brain Bazaar. My name is Samantha Anastasia, and I am titling this my first episode to this podcast in the beginning, appropriately. And this isn't going to be your boring introductory episode about me and things like that. The reason I'm calling this in the beginning is because I think that the research that I've done over the past 40 years and the things that I've found out over the past 40 years um, got me to here to understand about what's going on in our world today and why it's happening. So I will go a little bit back from the beginning. Uh, most of my adult life, I researched. It was something you did. I'm a Gen Xer. I'm fit, going to be 55. And we went to the library to find out our information. <laughs> and if you wanted to know more information, you had to send for it. And you had to find out where that information was, which you usually found out from the bibliography or an index from the book you were reading. And that's how I did my research. Most of my research was biblical studies and extra biblical text. Now, that's not going to be this, this topic or this podcast, but it gives you an idea of where the starting point began. So for 15 good years, at least, I did most of my research there. It was esoteric and interesting enough, went through past history enough to where I kept my interest. And I have multiple various interests which is why it's called the Brain Bazaar, because there's going, these are all going to come out in this podcast, along with people that I would bring on. But this one, this is what led me here. When I did my biblical studies, it um, turned me on to something, which is a topic that has gotten some traction today, um, of what's called the Nephilim. And people may or may not believe this, and... I certainly do, but there was a time where people understood in history that something had went on prehistory with things other than us that actually changed humanity as a whole. Now you can call that God and you can, depending on where your origin sources are and things like that and what you believe. That's a whole nother topic. However, the topic that I'm going to bring up, the Nephilim, is um, depending on how you come to it, like I said, historically, genetically, <laughs> it's all kinds of different ways. Uh, it's a good beginning. And it's also what led me to what's going on today, like I said. The Nephilim were a result of what the Bible would call the watchers most most specifically the book of Enoch which is actually considered an extra biblical wasn't always though text um they were angels of god a class of angels of god that were set here to literally watch over our development that had specifics in their classes um different knowledge base each one had specific different knowledge bases of topics like I don't know, like um, craftsmanship, you know, uh, over iron and wood or something like that, um, engineering, uh, things like that. And there were 200 of them 
specifically. I don't know the categories offhand. You can look that up. Each one of them had their own symbol, logo, if you will, which was a weird. I, I never really understood that. Uh, but apparently their symbols actually can put you in touch with them, so to speak. Well, these watchers, these, this category of angels fell and this is what's mentioned in Genesis six, that they saw the daughters of man, um, and found them to be comely and they fell and they, they wanted to marry them. There's a lot of speculation as to why that happened. Uh, again, won't get into that. I'm trying not to dovetail off into something else. However, when that occurred, they threw at mankind everything that they had. Um, this whole, all the stuff that they were supposed to simply watch over us and make sure that we were kind of following the right trajectory for our development, which God had a purpose for. Um, they just threw it all in one time at one time to, and told them everything. They weren't supposed to tell us how to do stuff. We were supposed to figure that out that ourselves. And, um, they were there, you know, as watchers, basically that's why they were titled watchers and to make sure that we were um, not going off, you know, too off of each topic, each, uh, category. And instead they just came down and told everybody how to do everything literally taught it to them specifically one-on-one and everything was just thrown all together including biotechnology genetics everything we ended up with this mishmash of humanity and what's where we get a lot of our so-called myths of you know things like pegasus and a half more half horse half man um all the different types of of weird creatures that you heard of in um, all the different myths. Um, most of us think of the Greek myths, but there's in every history there's myths that put these creatures that they were historically true. It's really only lately, since approximately 1850, that we began to categorize these things as not real. That's another story, though. 1850 is a particular historical uh, line in the sand, I guess you could say. So let's fast forward. We all know about the flood. Again, historically accurate thing that happened that every civilization that you can think of has talked about in their histories. The reason for it given in the Bible is to wipe out these creatures, including giants. There were giants as well that were created from um, these children. And um, the reason that the Israelites, um, who were still genetically pure from Adam, they were tasked to wipe out the ones that were corrupted. And you can call that you know, God being a racist or whatever you want to call it, but they were genetically corrupted in a myriad of different ways. And so they were given, they were told, you know, Hey, you're the pure ones. You need to go and, and take care of that group before 
you know, they come after you, which they did. They often came after the Israelites for that purpose. Their fathers were the fallen. So they did what they asked them to do. And the fallen were in complete, um, completely against God. So that was a whole thing. Whether you believe in God or not, um, you can pretty much go through, like I said, any civilization's history and find that there's something in their historical record about some of this. I was very interested in all this, sort of a matter of course, that it was no longer something that applied today. It was fascinating. It was interesting. The fact that it actually happened, um, you know, kind of lit my mind on fire. Uh, but the fact that I was pretty complacent in the idea that our civilization, whatever happened prior, um, we don't have anything like that today. You know, there's nothing going on like that today. And I was wrong, <laughs> which is what leads me to this in the beginning podcast. Um, most of my research that I have done in the past 10 years have been, has been dovetailed off. I did not foray into, um, anything, you know, that was political or any of the above, you know, there was plenty of researchers that did that plenty of people call conspiracy theorists. I wasn't, didn't want to be a part of that group. Um, not that I considered them all mad hatters with a tinfoil hat. No, not at all. But I just didn't want to, I just didn't have any, it was boring to me. I'll be quite honest. Until some of my research dovetailed into that stuff, which the more and more I did, and the more I stayed away from the dovetails, the more I realized that my research kept ending until I had to go down those lines just to see where they led. My first one came across was a woman that I've since forgotten her name. She was one of the main players in the um, World Monetary Fund. I'm supposed she's probably retired now. But she was a whistleblower. I hope she didn't die for it <laughs> because it was an accident. I came upon her stuff through, again, through my research. And where this came about was I started finding more and more threads of historical record that kept going back toward the Nephilim that survived after the flood, which blew my mind. But I knew that, that some Nephilim remained after the flood, um, but because it's in the Bible, but for it to come down to the level where I keep coming into, I, I literally had to walk away from a certain thread of research or whatever, because it kept going into real reality for me. Okay. It was either stop all together. <laughs> any biblical research I ever did anymore. Or start going down some of these, these threads. Because they were dovetailing into reality. And um, it started down to where, you know, uh, the heads of Egypt. Um you know, the, the pharaohs and things like that. And I could handle that. You know, it wasn't, it was a too, too close to me, of course, you know, the pharaohs, the, the dynasties, um, queen, queen Nefertiti is a good example. I, I don't know if you, I'm sure many of us are familiar with the famous bust of her, 
uh, you know, the head and the hat that she's wearing. Well, the, her head fits in that hat. And there's also a bust of her without the hat. And it, just take a look, look it up, and you'll see what I mean. That is a great example of Nephilim, of the children of the Nephilim. Um, they began to take prominent position. Now, I argue, you know, some people say it was nefarious. I, you know, I mean, it turned into that, of course. But originally, I think it had to do with the fact that they just had larger brain capacity. They probably had longer lifespans. Uh, well, I'm sure they had longer lifespans. And, and the brain capacities, you know, notwithstanding, it, it is definitely, it's like 30% more. <laughs> so it would stand to reason that their intelligence would be more. So, yeah, maybe eventually that's what got them into levels of heads of state. But then it began, went into the kings and king, kings and queens. Started getting closer to home more uncomfortable. Couldn't walk away from that much either. It kept going back into more and more things that were coming down toward our timeline. And I didn't like it. But again, it was either walk away from all that research or keep following the threads that it kept turning up. And I continued to kept getting dovetail stuff. It was ridiculous. So my very first excursion going down into the rabbit hole for this thread was, like I said, one of the ladies from the, um, world monetary fund. And she talked about how, um, the, the, the people that are pulling the strings are not the elite. They are not the richest of the rich. They are not even what some people call the, the so many, I forget, I think it's called the five families. I'm not sure how many families they have in that, but you know, the Roosevelt's, the, you know, the Bilderbergs, you know, you know, if you're into any of this, this research, you'll, you know what I'm speaking about. Well, that's not them. That's not them. And she found that out quite by accident. She assumed that it was them as well for a long time. She was on that thing for like, I don't know, 30 years. And how she found out that it was something behind those people. Okay. And it was something that those people actually had strings being pulled was she was in a conference one day, she was called in and they had to have some kind of discussion and she doesn't go into great detail for understanding, you know, for reasons you can understand. And there were a few board members that seemed to know what was going to happen, but for the most part, a lot of them didn't. And they were having some pretty intense discussion and she wasn't exactly sure what they were going to do with the topic that they had. And suddenly the heads of the table basically said, be quiet. We'll, we'll find out what to do. He's coming. And all he had to say was, he's coming. And the people that seemed to be in the know, they shut up immediately. And she was kind of freaked out. She had never, she didn't know who he was, didn't understand what was going on. And she'd been there for quite some time. But she went ahead and was quiet with the rest of them. And then the door came open, kind of behind her to the side. And she visibly saw 
men turn pale, literally pale. She decided not to turn around, but wait for this being to come around the table so she could see them directly. This person had a head much like Queen Nefertiti. So it was elongated. It was, had obviously a larger brain in its, in, in its head. And I'm saying it because that's what it is. It's not human. And she said that it, that the room grew cold. Everybody there, the, the whole mood, everything, the energy of the whole room just changed immediately, became very sober, very fast. No, um, no ifs, ands, or buts. Um, it sat down. It told them how things were going to be. And then it left. Uh, there wasn't any conversation. There was no debate. There wasn't even any questions. This is how it happened. And she was shocked. Of course, I heard her in real time talk about this on a podcast much like this way back in the day um early 2000s like i said i don't even know if she's around anymore um that's why i don't remember her name and there's a lot of stuff i'm going to talk about that's based on research that i did for my own my own you know desire there was no i didn't keep notes or extensive you know, where to look this up and stuff like that, because it was for me. <laughs> I didn't ever, ever think I would talk about anything like that. I never thought I would, you know, bring this to the table or try to educate anybody or anything like that. What I can say is, you know, there's there, it's out there. The research is out there. Anything I talk about is definitely findable. It's discoverable. And if you're interested, go look for it. You know, that's what I did. And I used to do it with you know, a library. So I, I find it, I don't, I'm not very challenged by someone who wants me to give them, you know, hook, line and sinker through the nose and say, you know, and, and actually push their nose in the thing and show it to them. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that person, never going to be that person. I started to be that person probably back around the same time I, I listened to her and realized that these people are mostly people who don't really want to know the truth. They say that, in order to try and obscure what you're trying to get across instead of actually listening for information or trying to get information for themselves. So if you really want to know something that I talk about, I mean, you might ask a question and I might give you some kind of answer to about where to look, but for the most part, you're not going to get it from me because again, I started in the library, did my research from indexes, (laughs) from from books and that's pretty much if you have to go to that extent then someone who can't look up a web page for themselves I have no time for I'm sorry I don't have any and I don't I don't feel bad for saying that whatsoever sorry you know you didn't do the work you need to do the work if you really want to know I'm telling you something that's out there go find it and her testimony, I'm sure, is still out there somewhere. So, but that was the beginning of me going, wow. Wow. I think, I think we have a problem. <laughs> because all the stuff that I had read, I mean, I'm talking a good 20 years 
uh, of research, biblical research that was never real. I mean, it was real in the fact that it, I believed it happened. Okay. And that's past, but it wasn't real as in it, it had any bearing on our lives today. And that was the, you know, that was the beginning when I said, yeah, I, th- I think we got a problem <laughs> because she described a Nephilim perfectly. And that was, um, it was impossible to, to shake. So since then I've gone down various threads that from one dovetail to another, to another, but I always come back to the same thing. When you talk about who's pulling the strings, don't say the elite because it's not the elite. And I think maybe that shows more starkly now in the past year, 2021, than probably it ever has before. I think there's a lot of people who are waking up to how things manipulate us than ever before. I want to preface this right now by telling you that I am not a Trump supporter, nor am I a Biden supporter. I'm an independent and I always say I piss everybody off. Um, I, depending on, you know, which way the wind blows and what, you know, what's for the people best is where my political affiliation will lie. If I was a Democrat, I'd be a JFK Democrat. If I was a Republican, I'd be a Trump Republican. But for lack of a better explanation, I would have voted for Perot. If anybody remembers that name, P-E-R-O-T, <laughs> I would have voted for Perot way back in the day. He would have been my first vote, I believe, in college. Um, but politics, while politics is now something that is in my purview, it is something that I discuss just the last 10 years. You're not going to hear it discussed the same way here that you will anywhere else, because this is, while this is called in the beginning, this is the reason this is where I'm coming from because the elite aren't in charge. As much as everybody would love to blame them. And while, yeah, they're making, you know, they've made money hand over fist. They're, 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 these families have fallen into somehow into the hands of the children of the Nephilim um, that actually do run this world. And they have, a lot of these families have been with them for a very long time. However, that's, it's not them. You can't blame the elite. You can blame them, but I mean, only in so far as you can blame any human being that's in the grip of evil. Uh, haven't we all been in the grip of evil at some point and gain from it? Even a, maybe just in so much as you, you fill in with the bully at school or, you know, we've all, If we live a long enough life, we all have had our moment where we've done something, where we've gained from it and know we probably shouldn't have been doing it in the first place. But then we walk away. The average good person, regardless of what affiliation of religion they are, uh, if they're 
characteristically moral and have some kind of integrity, they'll walk away. Um, of course, that doesn't describe those families because they never walked away. Uh, and if they did, if any of them did, I'm sure that they would have been wiped from history anyway. We know the name Rockefeller. We know the name, you know, Rothschild. We know the name um, Bilderberg um, because they're still very much in control for a lot of long time. But don't think for a minute that these people were smart because they weren't. If you go down through, now there's my research at play. If you go down through their historical beginnings, these men just didn't pop up out of blue and they were full bore, understood how to run society into the ground to the level that it profited them. They didn't, they didn't do that because they were shrewd or smart or highly intelligent. Although some of them were highly intelligent, but they did not come up with these schemes and scams and long-term plans on their own. No, these were from a bigger brain, quite literally. And I don't know how many of those there are. I would say there were fewer than the families. Some I have heard say there are about 5,000. That is, yes, 5,000 Nephilim left that run the world. Literally run the world. That's not a lot. And so when someone says, oh, I'd like to take down the president, or I'd take down, you know, Gates or something, you know, when they say something like that, I always go, no, I don't. I really don't. I want to go back. I want to go up further. Well, then well, let's get the Rothschilds, you know, Rothschilds and the Bilderbergers. No, 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 not me. I want to go to those 5,000. That's who I want. Because that's the people that are doing what they're doing. Now I'm going to go into the why. No, they're part human, right? So why would they want to even take down humanity? Why would they want to do this? First off, they literally aren't human in their own eyes. There is, yes, there is humanity about them. Don't get me wrong. They were half human to start with. And whatever's been such since, of course, has probably watered down their genome quite a bit. Nonetheless, those that maintain the look, the brain, of the originals, or I should say the secondaries. Those are the ones that seem to stay in, have stayed in, in their power. Maybe that's, who knows how it goes for those, you know, for that group. We have no knowledge, really no knowledge. We have more knowledge about, about the Egyptian pharaonic order and how they ran things than we do about our own, our own now in that level. Maybe if you're born with enough of the genes, you know, and enough brain capacity, then you get to stay as that top 5,000. Maybe that's how it works for them. Um, there are indicators that the genetics do come down through some of these families that we know about. I think everybody can agree. <laughs> that uh Zuckerberg Zuckerberg isn't altogether human okay i mean it's it's a joke but it's kind of not okay um so 
you know, maybe he was part of the, some of the families that just didn't come out altogether Nephilim like it. And so they're part of the beginning, you know, part of the elite, but they're not, you know, that's just a speculation on my part. But the why, the why is still going back to the original watchers. They were in complete rebellion against God. Their issue with God, from what we understand, from what I've researched, some of it is, is jealousy. Now that comes from Lucifer and he, that's a whole nother fall. You realize that we're discussing two different falls when you talk about those things and people don't seem to understand that, you know, they think that it, that comes directly from Lucifer's time. No, 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 no. That's it's different timing. And I, you know, maybe there's more falls than just the two that we know about. I mean, I, if anyone's interested in biblical studies, it might be an interesting thought to have because we know about the two that directly impacted us. But were there others? Are there others? Can it happen today? I would say yes. I would say that a, an angel at any point in time can fall. Just same as he could prior, you know, to Adam. I mean, why not? It comes down to rebellion. These <laughs> angels, while they are not created like us, from my research, it seems that they are created out of light, actually. Which makes them a little more ethereal. and um, But nonetheless, they're creatures. And they do have a free will. Now, they're different in free will, from my understanding, in the fact that they come whole cloth with sort of a pattern of instructions. Like... You know, some people come down here whenever they get born and they go, oh, you know, I, I do believe I was meant to do blank. And some, you know, I'm sure you've met those kids in school, right? <laughs> I they, they just knew. They just knew. I want to be a doctor. And it's like from day one. And then they do, they do it. They go all the way through. <laughs> and they're a doctor. And you're like, wow, you, you want to be a doctor since he was in preschool, you know? And it's just amazing. And then there's kids, you know, like me, who's like, eh, never really sure. Because I like too much and I'm good at too much. And... But and then there's kids who just never really find their path. The thing that really lights them up. Um, <laughs> these kind of things are not what you could say for angels. They come full cloth. They're kind of like the kid with the doctor kid that I just outlined. They they know from day one, and they're they're there is no baby angels either. I mean, it's just all angel. They're they were created. Um, I don't know if they're still being created. Of course, there's no reason why not. Um, there's nothing in any of my biblical research or extra biblical research or even extra, extra biblical research that says that they're, they're still being created today. I don't, you know, for me, I don't put nothing beyond God, but it doesn't seem to indicate that there are angels being any more classes of angels, uh, being created. Um, so there can be, you know, it's possible there are a finite amount of them, uh, maybe because they were created with specific jobs and that all the jobs are filled. I'm not sure. Um, we certainly say there were 200 watchers and that's all that God deemed worthy of, you know, the, for the human race to learn at least to the level that he wanted them to learn until we were supposed to do whatever we were supposed to do when Adam got sidelined. Um, 
But these angels, they're created with a purpose and they know that purpose from the get-go. So in the fact that when they fall, they still do that purpose. So there is a class of angels and this was, this is the one that I do believe that Lucifer is over that was called Hathsatan, which is where we get the name Satan. And that class of angels was basically the prosecutorial part of God's kingdom. Um, he has a court system. And that court system had a prosecutorial team and part of that team fell. Well, that's the adversary that Jesus talked about in the Bible. It's literally means prosecutor. It, 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 tra it's translated badly adversary. Often we think enemy and while well, they are our enemy, it, their, their job though, their actual job was prosecutor, the prosecutor team. And so that's why they do that. So if you ever have that voice, like, you know, <laughs> people say, you know, back in the day, they used to say there was an, an evil angel and a, and, and a good angel on each shoulder. Well, you know, actually that's not completely inaccurate. <laughs> Because I do believe that in guardian angels. Well, did all the guardian angels um, stop doing their job when they, you know, the ones that fell? You see what I'm saying? So are they still doing their job, but in the negative? So let's just, let's just throw this out here. Okay. So let's say there were 10 guardian angels allotted to you. Five of them fell. Well, they're still going to go to you. But they're going to do it in the negative. They're going to do anything they can to get you away from God. So, you know, I'm just giving, throwing that out as, a, as something to give you an idea of what I'm talking about. Now, is that part true? I don't know. But I do know that we do have adversary. I mean, Jesus is very clear. And the adversary is from Hathsatan. That's, that's the prosecutor team. And I don't know how many of them there were. That's not, I've never come across any numbers. Um, but... So to me, there's a lot more than the freaking 200 watchers that created the Nephilim. <laughs> um, there has to be because they never gave it a number. Uh, it could be the one third. I mean, who knows? I, I, we do know there was a one third of angels foul when Lucifer did what he did. Um, but I'm assuming they're all from different classes, not just, I don't think they were all from the prosecutorial team. How to say that. And, um, so they... You know, they still do their job in the negative. And again, back to the why. The why. God is created in man's image. Now, I'm gonna, I am doing very much Judeo-Christianity. And I'm coming at this from that direction because that is where my research led me. Um, it's It gives... It, I mean, if you dovetail backwards from where I come from, you're going to end up where I was. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you are. There's just no other way around it. And you go back down through the Pharaonic dynasties, you go down through the ancient gods, and then you, you still end up back where I was at. Okay? I mean, sorry, but it just does. There's not a whole lot of leeway there. And um, <laughs> God is the end result of that. Now, you can call God something else, you know, and whatever you want, and that's fine. But you're still coming down to the big guy. There's a big guy, and the little guys underneath the big guy got pissed and they fell. They fell away from him. They, um, went and got very, very angry for various reasons. And they decided they didn't want to play with his, by his rules anymore. And, um, 
but those rules aren't his rules per se. Those rules are universal, uh, nature, almost rules. Now, of course, if you want to go back to Judeo-Christianity, he created that nature. And of course, those rules then are within the fabric of our very existence. And either way, either way, they are rules within the fabric of our existence. And so it's not about going against God per se, is it going against health, health and, and well-being of the creatures that inhabits this existence. They go against that because they're pissed off at the big guy. And our particular creation, which is the last of creation, okay, and sometimes people get that all mixed up too. Um, in the Bible, we're the last. So, yeah, the world is probably a lot older, okay, a lot older. And yes, there were humanoids, and that's how to put it humanoids that were created before Adam as well. How else could Adam's kids go into a city and find wives? I mean, it's retarded. Most children can ask that question as soon as they are told to read the Bible. That's the very first question you come to. Well, wait a minute. If these are the only people in the world, <laughs> where'd the cities come from? Okay. You know, you either got, you either got Adam's kids going and, uh, you know, doing terrible things to their siblings or, or something else is happening. Okay. Well, before Adam, there was humanoids and there was cities and there were, you know, because people existed. Now this type of person, okay, is what we're discussing. Not whether there were people, but that this type of person and that can be proven. Okay. Because as they go back to the genome, they go, Oh, look, Looks like the gene was manipulated right here. And they believe it's aliens. And uh, and they and I've even heard some people say Nephilim. Nope. Wrong on all counts. It was God. Because that was the last part of creation. Okay. And while we can see that in the physical. The spiritual is what's most important. Which is why he made it very clear that he breathed life into Adam. Um, we are created very specifically in a three-part person. We are created in God's image and we are created mind, body, and soul. Mind, well, I mean spirit, sorry. Soul and mind are the same thing. Um, body and spirit, okay? No other creature on this earth, or from what I understand, anywhere was ever created as a three-part being like God was. That's what makes us different. He didn't breathe life into any other creature. That life was the spirit of man. Now, a lot of people say, oh, animals don't have souls. I'm sure you came across those horrible Christians that are like, no, they, you know, they, they die, they're dead. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh my gosh, my goodness. <laughs> Who has not ever heard of animal ghosts? Come on. In this day and age, with all the supernatural stuff, you've had to have heard of, of animal ghosts. Well, where in the world did they come from? You know, and you, again, you're going to hear one of those ridiculous Christians. Oh, those are demons. Okay, come on. Really? Really? A demon is going to waste his time by pretending to be an animal. Okay. Yeah, I don't go by those Christians. Sorry. Don't go there. Mm. No. Creatures 
have souls. They have a mind and a, you know, and the spirit of the mind. What's different is that we actually have a spirit man and it's different. It's, it's, it's one extra component that the others don't have. That's what makes us different. So there were humanoids down here that were very much like animals. I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that they were, you know, they were more intelligent, of course. They built cities, but they didn't have that third component, which didn't make them bad. It just made them like animals and the fact that they didn't have that component. Um, when Adam's children went down and found wives, when they have, you know, children, then the spirit of God is also pushed into those, those children. So that's how it works. Okay. Technically that's how it works. And I'm sure you've never heard that anywhere before. Again, that's the benefit of my research. As a result though, of most of humanity, and I'm having to backpedal a little bit on that because at one time I would have said only a year ago would have said all of humanity (laughs) now, um, I'm backpedaling on that now because I may be wrong. Most of humanity that are three part beings. That's the best way to say it. Those are the people that the Nephilim children want to make hurt. That's the problem. That's what's happening right now. They consider themselves better than us. Because they're from angels who they believe and they honestly wholeheartedly believe their religion. You may not have a religion. You may even say you're an atheist, but I'm going to tell you those in control. And that includes the elite. They have their religion. They believe in it 100% wholeheartedly and they make it work for them. It's only the ignorant masses that will say there's no God. In fact, I just recently learned that the elite of them that do look down on us too, because they know who their masters are, they think people who are atheists are the lowest of the low. They'll treat them worse than a Christian or than anybody with a religion that believes in God, because they think that is the most ridiculous thing they've ever heard. They have the benefit of knowing a little bit more. (laughs) They understand spirituality and spirits and, and things like, because they have, they understand because they have the history and that's kind of not fair. Uh, the history has been taken from us in order for us to be ignorant and to also think that there is no God. That's the whole point is to get away from God. That's the adversary's role. That's the prosecutorial team, prosecutorial team. I'll say it right. Um, that's their job anyway. So that's what they're, they've tried to do for millennia to get us away from God. But these people, these Nephilim, these creatures, they are working desperately because they do believe that we are cattle. They do consider us very much lesser than them. And that we, in, in, you know, the whole population overgrowth here on earth <laughs> propaganda, for lack of a better word, um, that's from them because they don't want us to have numbers at all. 
And in fact, this is the highest that they've let us grow for a long time. If you look back every hundred years, they've cold us. And it's been them, make no mistake. Again, you do that research, you're going to find out that this, the Spanish flu, the plague, these were just as much a, a pandemic as this one is. Just as much fake as this one is. Yeah, was there a real virus or was there a real... Yes, there was. But the way... what you Just, just go look, do that research. That's what I'm telling you. Again, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that every so often. Go do that research because it's all there. It's it, This is stuff that's not hard to find. In fact, you kind of know when things are winding down for us as a civilization, when they let us know everything. For the first time in history, the last two years has been the most scary for me. And you know why? Because I didn't have to dig for anything. Nothing. That made me scared. Because if you can't, if you don't have something hidden, then you have to ask why. Why are they letting us know? Well, the research that I've done in the past five years made that understandable. And that's probably the most fascinating research I've come across. Again, I did it for my own reasons, but again, it dovetailed into this. It's like never stops. Um, that is the fact that history that we've been told the past 300, 400 years is absolutely inaccurate. It's all lies, every bit of it. And I know that's hard for people to believe because only because we believe what we are told in school and you can get books like you know time life and all the new history books that are all out and they're supposed to be so incredibly well researched and accurate and i'm sorry but they're just based lies upon lies upon lies the real research is um harder to find uh that's fact that's the last kind of stuff that's hard to find the stuff that they've been letting out recently like for instance cia.org do you realize they released that whole thing? They've released everything they've ever done. You got to ask yourself why. And I, if, if you really thought about it, you'd be scared too. Because you only tell somebody you're going to kill the truth about something you're doing that's against the law. And I'm just discussing the law of the land. I'm talking about God's law. that they have been violating on purpose forever. They're telling us the truth. They're letting us know the truth. That should scare everyone a great deal. I have never had so much ability to obtain information as I have over the last two years. It's not even fun anymore. <laughs> You know, I mean, a treasure hunt is always good, right? You find the treasure, it's awesome. And even the, the someone who likes to treasure hunt likes the, the hunt as much as they like finding the treasure. And that's how I used to be. My skills of research have gotten rusty because there's nothing to hunt anymore. That's how bad it is. Why have they decided to release all this? Why have they decided to let everything out? I mean, you still have to go through different search engines. Google is going to, you know, not let you see it. But 
their start page, which is a non-VPN. A lot of people say DuckDuckGo, but it's becoming so um, commercialized now. I would suspect DuckDuckGo. I would. Go to other ones, lesser known. Start page is a good place to start. Haha. <laughs> um, but the reason the Nephilim that are really doing all this is because it's to hurt God. They believe that the world, the earth specifically, is theirs. Now, I've had a few different manuscripts that I've gone over oof, good 30 years ago now that have ex- given some explanation as to why I'm not sure if I believe it altogether but um, one story was from the legends of the Jews I believe was that Lucifer and the angels had um carte blanche over earth that you know earth was a lot older which is what they say it is and um it was a playground of sorts for the angels i guess and it went so far as to say that even even uh he created humanoids and i was like wow i you know that kind of blew my mind out again not so sure how much of that i truly believe but the idea that earth was the playground yeah, there might be some evidence to that. I mean, how many civilizations way back show that there was some kind of God that they worshipped? And it was always the same thing. You ever notice that? They always made sure... Sorry about that. They always made sure that there was um human sacrifice by the end of it. Always, you know? It never stopped. It was like... You can, you know, every friggin' religion that was like that back in the day, uh, back, you know, you keep going back, 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 back. It always ended up with human sacrifice. Always. Yeah. That, 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 you know, this doesn't happen by accident. You know, a person says, let's get a religion going. You know, say, oh, let's let's sacrifice humans. Let's sacrifice our babies. People don't do that. People don't do that. Uh, there was a sociologist that Stephen, I'm sure maybe some of you may know Stephen Molino. Um, I don't know how to, how to spell his name. M O L Y N E U X. Uh, I know it ends in N E U X for sure. Um, he, uh, is a sociologist. He, uh, did a lot of speaking. He got canceled. Best way I can explain it because he spoke too much truth. But he um, had run across several sociologists, one very prominent one that said to him, which challenged him, because it said to him, you know, humans, humans aren't violent. Humans aren't mean. Humans don't do bad things to their babies. And he was, you know, he was like, what? Hold on. Wait, 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 back it up. And this sociologist had been with many anthropologists, had, he was top bizarre, you know, I mean, up there, really top, you know, among all the bizarre and I mean the bizarre, not bizarre, but you know, bizarre, the plethora of studies and, and field of, of, of study. And, you know, he was like, he was out of Harvard or somewhere and, and he was just up there. And he told Stephen that that was all just not true. We are not war. We are not warlike. In his research, he found that we were always pushed to that. We were always given something in the societies 
that created us to be that way. Now, if you want to go back to Rome, it was um, lead. L-E-A-D. Lead, the, the mineral. Lead makes you crazy if you uh, ingest it. Somebody got the bright idea of making lead pots. Everything, their cookware, their, their uh, plates and bowls and pots and everything that they cooked in, made water in, you know, boiled water in, all that stuff was all made out of lead. There was always something introduced into the society that made them that way. And I think we can see that um, now because those people who have eyes to see are seeing that some, somebody has been pushing us to divide. And what happens when someone's trying to divide you? They're trying to conquer you. It's always been divide and conquer. So think about that. What's entering our society? What's entered our society? Our global society? In order to push us toward war. In order to push us toward being mean to each other. Hurting each other. It's never our idea. That's what he was trying to get him across. He said, we're much like, like, um, docile. We're more like docile mammals that, you know, we just don't, we're just not like that. We just aren't. We actually have a, a moral genetic kind of code and ethics that just is part of us. We're left alone. And he did this through studies of tribes and different things that were left alone, completely left alone. And they always ended up with a political type of system, an ethical system, a moral system that was not too far off of Christianity in general. It's, it's sort of like, what did I say earlier? It's in our nature. It's in, it's in the fabric of our existence. Something has come in and inserted other things into that nature of our existence to make us become a warring group to make us turn on each other now there are christians who think everything is spirit and it's ridiculous because it's it's and i you know and i i just couldn't swallow that even growing up <laughs> you know no and they say oh well you know if somebody does something bad if they're evil then it's because they've been possessed or obsessed which is basically the demons on top of them and they're being used like a puppet. And it's like, well, yeah, I'm sure there are instances of that. And I've seen it. I do believe I've seen that. But there's also people who are related to these Nephilim, who I consider creatures who fall into a different category than humanity. And they're a subset and they, these creatures are very different from us. And these are the creatures that are literally being sown or have been sown throughout humanity into the field of humanity to be the problem that I'm discussing, to create the factions, the wars, the, the division. Um, because then it makes us think that they're us and we're them. You see what I'm saying? And and we think it's just a human saying this or, or that it's just a human seeing it that way, you know, and it'll turn the tide. It'll turn the tide. And, and it's always a turn, turning the tide for bad, bad for civilization, bad for mankind, you know, bad for getting along, 
it's always that way, you know, even, even certain types of things that say peace really aren't. It's pretty amazing, but if you just start looking around you, the older you get, if you're listening to this as a young person, the more you're going to see this, the more you're going to question and the more you're going to remember what I just said, like a lot of different things I've just said, they're going to come back on you and you're going to go, huh? (laughs) And really that's what I want my podcast to, to do is I wanted to, to make you come out of that, the podcast, whether I'm talking on my own or whether I bring someone else on, I want you to come away from it and just go, huh? Because I want you to think, I want you to think for yourself. I want you to do some research, some real research. If you listen to CNN and, and people give CNN a bad rap, I mean, any of them, and that includes Fox people. Anything on TV, all propaganda. Commentary is not news. Should get that on a t-shirt. My goodness. Um, They're all, oh, Fox is real. Yeah, the commentary is real. It's regular people talking. Okay, if you like listening to someone else's opinion, that's fine. You're doing that here, kind of, right? No, I'm not talking about that. I mean, using it as your news. That's what's wrong. Because it's all paid for. By the elite whose strings are being pulled by these Nephilim creatures that I've just told you about. Don't listen to it. I know it's hard to find news sources. And you're going to have to find independent journalists who aren't being paid like that. Okay? Real independent journalists, they're out there, boots on the ground, doing the work. And they're showing where they're at, what they're doing, what, what's happening in real time. And, and it's, it's difficult to find them, but they're there and there's some growing news agencies. And, and if they get too big, I would even worry about them. You know, we've, I, there's some independent ones that came up through the Trump era that, um, are not necessarily affiliated with Republicanism. Um, and they've gotten up pretty large because of, you know, the Trump followings, but, um, you know, if they get too large, I would stop following even them. I'm sorry, but anybody who could get too large then they can, they can get hooked into large money. And what we've seen in this country is a great example of how money corrupts (laughs) and that the checks and balances that we have in, in, in place doesn't matter if you have enough money to pay your way out of it. And I sure everybody could agree on that. So I hope that this gives you a good beginning of some of the very many and varied topics that, um, that are in my brain. Um, I can talk about anything. Uh, we'll talk about financial stuff too. I I'm just getting into cryptocurrency and NFTs. I'd like to bring somebody on about that. I mean, there's lots of different things. There's, I know a little bit about everything that's going on in our world and, and it's pretty up to date. (laughs) So I'd like to talk about it. And I'd like your feedback. So I hope that this entertained you, made you go, huh? And um, looking forward to seeing you next time. I hope you come and listen again. Thank you. Good night.